Welcome to Shift with CJ. I'm your host CJ and together we will explore the areas of health, human performance, biohacking, psychology and much more that will inspire you to become the best version of yourself. Most of us are always looking for that time or perhaps multiple times in the year where we can shut down our laptops, close our bags and head over for our well-deserved vacation. Traveling, therefore, is something that has been admired by most of us, and we can't wait to travel. But did you know, traveling has got a dark side to it? This happens as there are so many changes that happen in our biology when we are at 30,000 feet in the air. And to put a light to this, I have got someone special on the show today. My guest on the show today has been in the field of natural medicine for more than 35 years as a functional medicine nutritionist. She has got a Bachelor of Science in Dietetic, Consumer Sciences, Master's in Science and Nutritional Biochemistry and Sports Medicine. Wow. Everyone, please welcome Patty Milligan to the show. Patty, welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you for covering this topic, and I'm so glad to be here. I am so glad to have you because this is probably a podcast that I have been waiting for for such a long time, just because I have been traveling for the longest period and I have many friends in the aviation industry and for years I have been trying to find everywhere and whoever I speak to like just these ways to hack my own airline travel and I never had the chance to talk to this with someone because a lot of the times people think I'm just from some different era because you know (laughs) doing all these weird stuff But I'm happy that I found you because you've been traveling for a very long time and you seem to have had this thing. Now, Patty, tell me, you're a functional medicine, like you've been around functional medicine for so long. Why did you or how did you decide to tackle the airline associated problem, like travel problem? Oh, thank you. Um, Well, one is, like you said, we often admire the ability to get up, go into this tube, right, this plane, and arrive at a whole new setting. And I was working, uh, when I still do, I consult with Tignum, with global executives who, for their job, quite frankly, they're on a plane every week. Now, certainly the last 18 months, things have changed a bit, but I understand that business travel by all the experts are going to roar back. And it was always the question, right, where they took a, like a, a hopper, right? Maybe only a two or three hour flight. And they would get off and they'd say, oh my gosh, I'm so fatigued or I have brain fog or I felt like I just have been beat up. Then they take another 10 hour flight and they either feel great or they don't. And they take exactly the same flight the next week. And it's a different experience. So as a nutritionist, I was like, wow, we're putting the body in that same tube. And why is the experience so different? What's going on really inside the body? that maybe we should take a look at, and much to your point, how do we support the body with those travel stressors as we've found out now that that is a very unnatural environment for the body and Mm -hmm. let's not just um, take it in the shin, but let's try to equip our body better so that people can travel with a sense of like resilience or they they land and they didn't even know they had traveled. Mm -hmm. That's the dream for everyone because just as you mentioned, whenever I talk to people and including myself, 
I have a different experience every time I get onto a flight and depending on usually depending on the length of the flight and how many time zones I have traveled, my body elicits sometimes I have pain fog, sometimes I just have a lot of energy for some reason and I I just don't I never had the answers to why that would be. But everyone who's listening to this might have gone through something called as jet lag. Now for most people, they would just think jet lag is something that often occurs when you travel across time. What are your takes on jet lag? Have you found something different in your work around jet lag that most people don't know? Well, I think there's twofold. And I think you're right. We labeled the concept of jet lag, meaning that our body somehow lagged when we traveled by jet, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> And, um, and so I do think we know all of our body. We just love to be committed to what they call circadian rhythm, right? We eat a certain way, we breathe a certain way, we have sleep cycles. And it just seems when you travel across time zones, biologically, that's the cost of travel because that's not normally, you know, horse and buggy day, if you say, or if we walked. It would have taken us months sometimes, and that would have been a natural way that we would have adjusted our body. But what mm -hmm. I found out in my research, which is really interesting, because it applies to travel fatigue, not necessarily passing time zones. So jet lag was always camped, where if you're passing a time zone or two or five, then that's called jet lag. But we found that you can be in the same time zone and have those effects on the body. Or so often, I, I just as a recap, jet lag is often associated with traveling the time zones. But we understand, as you kind of alluded to, that physiologically, there are some things that happen in the body that produce the travel fatigue. So regardless if you're in a time zone or not change, it happens to the body. And one of the first things is a drop in saliva, 30 to 50% of what we normally would do. And you wouldn't think that would be a big deal, but it's so tied to what happens in our nervous system. And that is what produces not only jet lag, but also this travel fatigue if you haven't been through time zones. I think I have never heard of it that way. And now when you're talking about it, I think, yes, I have never measured the saliva or I haven't looked <laughs> at any studies um, relating to that. But yeah, it does make sense. And I feel like, traveling by itself it most of the people find it you know exciting and they're always so happy to travel but there are so many levels that you're you know you get hit at like or your body get hit it gets hit at that you don't even realize for example the stress on your body it, it doesn't even start from the time you get onto the aircraft it starts way before like let's say if you haven't packed properly then you're stressing if you had to get to the airport you're worried about these big lines you're worried about other things sometimes security in some countries is a big issue and then this by itself like you mentioned about the nervous system this already elevates those stress hormones or cortisol levels and then so you you're going through all of these lines and stuff then you have this fluorescent lightings throughout the airport which are these bright lights full of uh, mostly blue spectrum, which if you're having to see that at night, that destroys your circadian biology. And I looked into this quite a bit because I am about to launch my company, which is centered around 
light hacking and circadian biology. Right. And when we looked at when we looked at some of the stats, it's incredible how much you can already kind of get stressed out at the airport and then you get onto the aircraft by itself and you have all of these lights from the cabin decoration lights to all these yes. mood lightings and all of those are very phototoxic to your retina and they automatically lower a lot of your energy because most of the energy is produced in the mitochondria and what is one of the richest sources of mitochondria it's your eyes so you have this eye thing yes. happening and then you get onto the aircraft you have these engines which they're, they're quite i mean you wouldn't think they're so loud because you're just focused on other things but your brain does an excellent job of understanding that sound and filtering it out to the best of its capacity and what does it need to filter that out energy and this is why if you're yes. getting onto an aircraft and you're not having those earbuds or you're not having things like noise cancellation headphones most of the time you're going to have like an elevated stress response and you know the saliva part of it i, I could also imagine because one of the biggest things that happens on the aircraft or one of the things that people get warned when they're traveling is dehydration right because everyone's like the flight attendants are constantly walking through the cabin to make sure you're hydrated enough you get a hydration no matter what kind of ticket have you bought but you always get a water because people don't want you to be dehydrated and it's because more than 50% of the air that has been pulled into the aircraft is from the air outside and let's say if you're traveling like in the middle east when we travel around uh, like locally we're almost at about 20000 feet and when we go international we go anywhere between 37 to 40000 feet and what happens is this high altitude doesn't even have like the air outside doesn't even have any moisture and this is why like you're re like that air is recirculating and then you're kind of getting this air with no moisture and that again dehydrates you and we know that dehydration also reduces your atp or like energy system so i think that there is a combination of so many factors that is going on in the airline travel itself and then you have these days if you get onto an aircraft most of the airlines are promoting in their public announcements that our airlines do a great job of reducing all of these bacteria viruses and fungi by our advanced hepa air filtration system and that is true cuz they do really do an excellent job of filtering it but at the same time you're sitting next to someone that means you're going to be exposed to some kind of germs anyway like no matter <laughs> yes. so all of these things sort of like take a big toll on your immune system now when you so just background story everyone the way i got introduced to patty is because recently i was in a biohacking conference in orlando and i happened to just walk around a lot of these stalls and i found a stall known as the jet renewal kit and i was like jet renewal kit okay that sounds interesting because for the past some years i've been looking for a company or just a person to answer my questions or to give me an advice on how i can make my airline journey more smoother but i didn't really get enough and patty is actually the brains behind this company and what they do is that they have a they have a product which you can take before your departure and in the mid flight 
and post-flight. And that can help you with a lot of airline-associated issues. Now, I'm sure I haven't really given a nice description on it. So, Patty, why don't you tell our audience about your company? Oh, thank you. And actually, I thought you did a great job establishing uh, all the aspects of ha what happens inside our body when we, like you say, way before we get on that plane, that just keeps us in what we call cognitive, um, you know, highly alert phase. And at some point that produces fatigue because we drain our energy, as you mentioned. And the, and the one more, and then I will tell you, so we have a solution. But the one thing that I find also curious about everything you've described, and then we plop this wonderful body of ours in a chair and for X amount of time, we are meant to move. I mean, we are meant to move even if we just walk around our house or walk in our neighborhood, we on, you know, honestly do that. So now we take this wonderful body, we sit it down where we're taking in a variety of uh, you know, chemicals and things that we're supposed to process with less oxygen, who already kind of challenge our energy system. And then we don't let ourselves take out the trash. <laughs> mm -hmm. So what we created with Jet Renewal Kit was exactly as you sorry, mentioned. Patty, just, sorry, just to cut. Sorry, I didn't want to cut you. Yeah, but I, no. I have a ahead. problem with my memory, so I might forget mentioning this. But exactly what you said, one of the things that you will find in major airlines, especially in an airline crew training is that most of them are trained in something called as first aid so god forbid if some emergency happens on the aircraft your cabin crew air stewards stewardess are trained on a certain level to manage that you know what is one of the biggest things they train airline crew in is something no. called as dvt deep vein oh, thrombosis oh, and this right. happens it's exactly what patty mentioned when you sit when you're sitting for extended periods of time there is also a chance that your blood clots and why would all the airlines in the world train people their staff for that yeah. because just sitting on that aircraft increases the risk of dvt from 100 to 200 percent so it is almost sure that if you do not take your walks in the cabin or you're stretching or you kind of you know having some kind of a compression where then you increase your chances and especially if you're dehydrated that would i would yes. even say push it to 300 percent. so i'm so sorry patty that i had to cut you out on that but please continue yes. I just thought that everyone oh. wanted to know about this exactly and that's brilliant honestly yes so what we set out to do is just as cj mentioned if we look at all of this from the body how do we settle the nervous system calm the nervous system to say yes you do need to be alert, but we don't have to treat this as you're under attack, right, for that period of time. Secondly, we definitely know that there's an immune side, CJ mentioned. So how do we kind of also what I call it, be a personal trainer for the immune system during the journey? And then lastly, how do we help that body process through what it would naturally do if it was able to move more? And so we start, uh, you know, before you get on the airplane, we actually have a lozenge that you chew and it has what's nice is it's all food based and it's um essential oil peppermint lemon and ginger and probably right away some of you are already feeling juicy because those are essential oils when we take them that produce saliva but the key is when we have that type of saliva it signals the brain we're hardwired for this to say ah 
This could mean that we need to keep digestion and immune function in motion because when our saliva drops, opposite happens. They go on pause because, again, we're hardwired to say, oh, we're in a situation. We better not be digesting food or be fighting microbes because we could perish, if you will. That's from our brain standpoint. So we chew that and then we do an inoculation of elderberry, which maybe many of you know is a berry that's been associated with a personal trainer for immune. So it doesn't boost the immune, um, which sometimes that cannot be a good thing, but what it does is it modulates. So it says to your immune system, oh, honey, you need to kick it in the butt. You need to move a little faster or to an immune system that's already revved up. Ah, let's cool just a bit so that we don't make inflammation so high but we're still alert. And then once you're mid-flight, we say, let's inoculate that saliva again. Let's settle that nervous system down. And then let's help you take out the trash. So we do a nutrient from the serving of broccoli or more specifically broccoli sprouts. And it's called glutathione and um, another very fancy word, sulforaphane. But I know CJ knows those because that equips the cells with kind of flame retardant. So it protects them from, again, being able to process all the travel stressors. Then when you land, we say, ah, now you're in a new environment. Let's do a personal trainer for your immune system so you can equip your body for the microbes that you're going to be exposed to. And then we also say, let's move that lymphatic system. And again, let's flush the toilet inside your body, which is helping you detoxify naturally. And so that's a three-phase approach. and, And we really do see that we equip the body. And you have made it so convenient for people, Patty, because from my experience of playing around with supplements and being traveling, like you really don't want to see all the supplements that I carry for travel. Like it, <laughs> you know, it's you know, you have you know, you have some of those boxes that say Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I have yes. supplements all over the place for that. And now it's even got to a point where I have usually I'm not a light packer. I travel with a lot of things with being yes. in the biohacking thing, you don't have to just yes. everything with me. <laughs> and what happens is sometimes I have these empty bottles of like some of the supplements that I have used and I don't have space to keep one of those big boxes. So what I do is I just take all of my supplements and I put it inside and then I'm in the flight and I'm trying to remove and remember like, okay, so the <laughs> green one was, you know, probably some antioxidant and the white yeah. one is probably vitamin C. And then the red one yeah. is some other polyphenols. Well, what you guys have done is made it so easy. So everyone who is watching this right now, live on or just on video, this is something that um, Patty's company makes. So it just comes in a very nice, um, you know, packaging. It looks very nice. It also tells you what you have to take when you depart, what you take mid-flight, and what you um, take when you arrive. And actually, let me just open it for you so you kind of get to understand what we are talking about because hearing about all of these things can sometimes be overwhelming. So here's as easy as as it is. So it gives you clear instructions. So depart, mid-flight, arrive. This is something probably that you guys really want to do unless you want to like make your lives difficult like mine. like (laughs) Just dump all the supplements inside. But so, and they kind of tell you what Patty has already mentioned that uh, what do you have to do? So now there is an elderberry probiotic and you just have to take water. And 
like Patty mentioned, all of these things are derived from food. And one of the most important, I mean, you, I am not against taking pharmaceuticals if they really work. But sure. most of the times you want to equip your body with things that are naturally derived from foods. They might be highly concentrated, which is a good thing because you don't, I mean, you know, how many elderberries are you going to have to get that same <laughs> amount of effect, right? That's going to be a lot. Right. And it becomes very expensive. Trust me, I've played around with elderberries. And yeah. so, Patty, I'm looking at this. I look at, yeah, elderberries. So I know that, you know, it has a high amount of anthocyanins and then these are immune modulating. And somehow they can even boost immunity for a bit. Pure. Okay, so then you have some probiotics as well. Um, and I see that these are very special strains of probiotics. Yes. Have you guys gone through, like, why did you guys choose something like this? Yes. You... Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. We actually do two. One, and I'm going to back up because I'll cover that one in a second. But sure. in the chewable, what we found out is part of the the juiciness of having saliva is we have natural enzymes as you probably all know and we have friendly bugs in our mouth that actually really end up being a shield to fight if you think about parts of our body that are exposed to the outside world we have very little right i mean the skin being one but the na the nose and the mouth being kind of the combination of the two and so we know that the friendly bugs in the nose and the mouth really make a big difference. And so this uh, probiotic in our mouth that is in the chewable has been very well studied and it's got a mouthful, but I'll say it just because it's kind of fun. Streptococcus salivarius, and you probably oh, okay. can pick up that salivarius in there. And yeah. it really stimulates saliva, but it's a probiotic that dentists now have known for 35, 40 years, that it actually coats and protects our gums and our teeth. And so we wanted to make sure that the research shows if you have it in your mouth during fly, flight, you're actually having a, a created a natural barrier. So I just wanted to say that it's so important for just good oral care that we keep that uh, probiotic in the mouth. The one you mentioned is also very interesting. And that's got a fun name, too. It's called BC for sassiness, not CJ, mm -hmm. but BC. And it's called Bacillus gonadin. And um, what that is important, that's been studied in airlines. So mm -hmm. uh, again, probably many of your listeners are in the airline business and I have such a, a high regard for what you do because you bring pleasure to us uh, and safety and yet you are kind of front lines. And so what we noticed is this particular, uh, it's actually a prebiotic, goes to the intestinal tract and is very much a guide for again, per another layer of protection for the respiratory tract and for the digestive skin lining, because we know over time travel exposes us to higher levels of injury and damage. And if these natural bugs can put that barrier up, for, especially for respiratory, that's where the double blind clinical trials have been for airline industry workers in travel. So we were very pleased that we could find a company that could combine that, which, as you mentioned, food-based. So if you could eat enough sauerkraut, if you could eat four lemons before you jumped on the plane, and then if you could also do elderberry and broccoli or broccoli sprouts, you wouldn't even need Javanul kit, but we did want to put it in sachets 
so that again, much in tune to what you said, it would be easy for the traveler or certainly for the airline, um, you know, employee to to make quick decisions and get their body protected. I love the way you explain it. It just makes so much more sense, and it kind of like brings this idea into people's head that we're not. Patty, me, or anyone else is not going to convince you to buy whatever product we or they have, but we want to give you a reality check to understand what might be the alternative, like having four lemons before every flight, having these broccoli sprouts. I personally don't even like the taste of broccoli sprouts. It takes a <laughs> long time to prepare. It just, it's just for some reason for me, I don't know, maybe I'm cooking it the wrong way, not using a lot of salt or whatever but i don't really like broccoli sprouts sure. and you have to eat a lot of broccoli sprouts to get or a lot of other sulfur rich foods to get or extract yeah. that sulforaphane which eventually will help you a lot i mean it neutralizes toxins it can you know have it can reduce inflammation in the brain in the neural tissue so but it's not convenient and I bet you that no matter where you live, if you go to the airport and if you ask for broccoli sprouts, hardly anyone <laughs> is going to have it. And if they have it, they're going to have it in fried in vegetable oils, which will also increase your inflammation levels. And that isn't good for you. Now, how long has this company been on for, Patty? How long have you guys yes, been operating? Thank you. So I did my research in 2017. And um, you probably can appreciate this. I actually did it over in France in looking at, again, the idea of how do we bring culinary strategies from old, right? The old world, if you will, to now so we can study them. And so we've had the product formulated in 2019 and then uh, packaged in 2020. So just last year, and unfortunately came just at the time when we had quarantines in place and a mm -hmm. variety of things that sort of stalled the release uh, of the product on the market. So really October, 2020 is um, ideally when we had the full package that you just showed, but we've been using the products since 2017, making our mm -hmm. own sachets for people um, that we knew in the airline industry. And we work with um, global executives, as I mentioned, and professional sports. So we felt people who really, it's not a strategic nice to have, right? And you've shared that, CJ, with the way you travel. It's a strategic must now to really look at how do I equip my body with resilience? And I do think even the last year and a half, regardless of, of how you've been impacted by what we've gone through as a, as a global world, we definitely know that this body is precious and the way that we breathe is precious and the way that our, we think is precious. And certainly the way our nervous system handles things. And so I'm excited that this product is available now that we can really move the dialogue. As you mentioned, let's bring this into full consciousness of discussion. No, you know, again, I never say, uh, you know, do what I say, partner with a practitioner that really understands all the unique issues that you have biochemistry to make the best decisions for you. Mm -hmm. One of the one of the groups or subsets of people who have been complaining the most about airline-associated fatigue or travel-associated fatigue is probably the group that you mentioned, athletes, 
because we yes. know every time that athletes travel between whether it's time zones or whether it's just an extended flight, their performance diminishes. Now, working with athletes, have you have you found that when athletes take uh, these supplements on the same protocol, like you mentioned, pre, mid and after the flight, do they feel a difference in their performance or is it just the mood that is different? Are they able to sleep well? Like what are the boots on the street things that you've been hearing from athletes themselves? Sure. And and thank you for such a great question. And I do want to, and I'll answer that. But before that, you can imagine that that whole industry is very well regulated to make sure that one is we certainly don't want any enhancements so mm -hmm. that it's an unfair playing field. But more importantly, that the athlete is not harmed. And so we did pursue global Informa Sport testing to certify that everything in our product is exactly as we say, and there are no hijackers, right? There are no, um, you know, banned substances, but most importantly, nothing that would be harmful. So I'm, I'm proud of that because any Olympic committee and any professional association uh, uh, prefers that type of testing. But to answer your question, I think where we found the most interesting feedback, because we know from a cell study, um, and Dr. Drobot, who I, I have, you know, who is my partner in crime for this, is a, a biological medicine doctor. And so he studies, which I know is a sweet spot for you, is mitochondria and how mm -hmm. the energy cycles within the cell. And he has been able to show with our jet renewal that uh, heart rate variability, which is a monitor of how well the body is shifting into rest, recovery, renew, digest, and sleep, how we swing into that function uh, works. And so we have the studies to show that it does that. But as you mentioned, it's so nice when an athlete will text me when he lands or she lands and go, oh my gosh, I feel so much calmer. I don't feel like I've actually traveled. And that becomes curious because one of the interesting effects from some physiotherapists that we're working with said, what we're unaware of, and I would love you and your audience to you know, kind of reflect on your last trip, we make so many micro adjustments because of the nature of flying, right? It's not a smooth, I mean, often it is a smooth flight because of the pilots, but from mm -hmm. our nervous system and our musculature, we're having to adjust to the movement in our chair, to the height as we take off and land, and that is exhausting. And so honestly, to hear that many of the athletes say, I feel calm, what the physiotherapists have said, they haven't engaged their musculature and their nervous system to the same level normally they would because you've equipped them with the saliva producing lozenge and the immune and the digestive support. So those systems don't suffer when that energy is not available to them as much. And secondly, I would say on the sleep side, we have definitely seen people say that it's, I find that I, I, don't miss a night of tossing and turning. And I think that we're going to be able to show that that's in a nervous system again. When you're unable to go into rest, relaxation, renew, digest, and sleep side of our nervous system throughout the day, it puts a burden on at night. And probably last, which I'm most proud of because it's the one that I suffered the most from, was digestive disruption. I would land and then you'd be introduced to some exciting new exotic foods wherever you were, but your system was out of sync with the timing of it, number one. But secondly, sometimes just the nutrients 
and the flavor profile and having that wonderful probiotic, Ganadin BC, and also having uh, the uh, immune support, you were able to adopt and ad inoculate your system quicker. Interesting. Now that is something so interesting for me because most of the times I like to look at the studies and I like to look at what people are doing, but the real reviews actually comes from the people who are using it. And <laughs> I have used it on three flights already. I can give you my reviews. I mean, I still oh. would officially like to test it out for a bit longer, but yes, sure. the, sal the saliva production. Now when I'm thinking of it, because before this interview, I didn't really um, know that that lozenge also produce saliva so i'm just more cognizant of it right now and i'm trying to remember while you're speaking in the back <laughs> of my head that was that i salivating more yeah probably i was <laughs> is that good for me yes definitely it is and not just me but you know you mentioned there is a group of athletes there is a group of entrepreneurs or executives which are busy and they're always on the move but there is another group and we sort of, Patty and me, when we were chatting online, uh, sorry, offline, we yes. sort of mentioned that, you know, there's before COVID, there were about 87, mil the airline industry or the aviation industry appointed about 87 million job profiles in the world. And I mean, jobs in the world. And what was my keen interest in this 87 million were about between 3.5 to 5.5 million, which we call as direct workers. And to be more specific, I was looking into pilots and flight attendants because one of, I mean, you, no matter how much you travel, you cannot be traveling more than a yes. pilot or a flight attendant. So I looked at the extreme ends of the spectrum and knowing a lot of pilots myself and flight attendants myself, I get to talk to them and I kind of understand their life. What a lot of people, and if you're a pilot or you're a flight attendant, then I don't want you to be disappointed with what I'm about to say. But being on the extreme end of something has some extreme results as well. Now, both of these groups of people are normally, apart from all the things that we mentioned uh, earlier, which were all for everyone who was traveling, just a layman, these groups, especially Paddy, they're exposed to low-level air quality, like we mentioned. Now there is a lot of cosmic radiation building up. There is elevated ozone levels. There are pesticides that have been sprayed in the cabin before for yes. this disinfection before the passengers actually come in. There is high levels of occupational noise because you're mostly towards the rear end of the aircraft or, you know, just at the front of the aircraft. There is heavy physical demands under low levels of oxygen. Yes. And what this does, it, it fatigues their body even further. I, when looking at my, when looking, getting an idea of my circadian company, I was looking into some research done by Harvard. So in 2018, Harvard did, I mean, it was going on for some time, but Harvard came up with the study for flight attendants. And what was surprising to me was that apart from just immune system, just immune, uh, immune regulation and just fatigue, people like especially flight attendants have higher chances of getting several kinds of cancer than the general population. And according to the report, flight attendants had 
approximately twice the amount of developing skin cancers like melanoma or even quad quadruple the amount of you know some yes. certain kind of cancers they women were shown because most of the air stewardess for women they were shown to have 51 percent higher risk of developing breast cancers when you compare it to the general population and female flight attendants because most of them were females in the study they were on a 3.5 fold greater chance to get heart diseases now that was very disappointing and this was apart from so many other points that i came across which was things like yes. mental health issues there were things like related to sleep disorders like anxiety depression there was alcohol dependence and most of the airline crew suffer from some kind of fatigue or depression now we know that these extreme parts or extreme ends of the spectrum have and this is probably the dark side of aviation that i mentioned to in the in the beginning yes <laughs> but do you think that there are there companies in the world right now who are looking to fix these extreme ends at any point or you know have you come across some technology or some hacks or something that you might want to share because a lot of people who might be listening to this are in the aviation industry and they yes. work as a pilot or a cabin crew so yes what do you think is going on yes oh beautiful summary of that study and um as you know that really was just added to the body of research that w is quite alarming when you look at this huge number of people that are in this and have chosen this profession and really have a love for it that we're putting their physiologic and and cognitive function at such high risk just being on the job so you are right and that is so also near and dear to my heart only because as a functional medicine nutritionist i work with people that are so much in this industry that it was important for me to find solutions and I would say that there's uh, definitely two or three centers that are, are highly engaged to study this. One actually is um, over in Australia. Uh, it's actually called the Charles Perkins Center. And Dr. Stephen Simpson is a physician who is actually looking at um, a, a variety of lighting, which maybe you're very aware with him. And um, the idea is how do we create this environment that not only one, we're putting a very high number of, of professionals in that we can equip their body and mind to uh, be safe, uh, both physiologically and just in, in general safe. And then secondly, people that engage in this kind of travel, how do we also, because it is said that in-person meetings have a 77% increase of impact uh, for business folks. And that we definitely know for tourism that it's a sweet spot for all of us to be able to. So it's definitely a, a, a set of life that we all go through that we want to understand now. We can't just leave it to chance. We must design a protocol that's actually going to work. And so then there's also my salivary buddies who mm -hmm. are um, between Salk Institute and also University of California, Irvine, study where all the conditions are that uh, how, sal uh, how saliva might actually be a really interesting pioneer area to view the the um why am i stumbling on my words to the what what's going on in the body could it actually be in saliva so maybe before you get on an airline much to to what um cj you probably would enjoy because i would 
What if we were able to do a saliva stick and it could mm -hmm. show us, oh my heavens, this is how much oxidative stress you're under right now. Or this is how recovery you, you have you have built on resilience. Now you know if the safety or how you get on the plane, how does that look to protect yourself? Or maybe today isn't your best day of travel. And maybe at some point we will in, engage employers to look at that because we swallow one liter of saliva out of the two to three liters we produce every day. So they're messengers for our body as well. So I, I didn't want to deviate around your original question, but I do think we're starting to say, are there ways that we can detect who could travel safely or resiliently today? Or if they're not quite there, what's that solution toolkit? Much to you, is it more compression garments? Is it making sure that they have something to protect their eyes if they're traveling at night? So that when they arrive, that their circadian rhythm and their blue light exposure was reduced. So it's much more than just nutrition and supplements. I, I love that full circle, which it sounds like you're um, looking into and definitely will have some good products for us in the future. Definitely. I'm trying my best to understand. And let me give you another side of the equation, which I think I have educated myself in the recent years and I think has been a, a big contributing factor apart from the immune side of things and you know just all the other things that we have mentioned about and it's i first got attention to this when i was just checking out the fields of bioelectromagnetics so which is for anyone who's listening is the study of how living beings like patty me and yourself and also other organisms that are on this planet interact with electrical radio and magnetic fields Love now it. we know that when you're in the aircraft i mean you know the air the tube itself is completely full of wires <laughs> you know you're able to see <laughs> there's no surprise there right there is there is all of these television that are live streamed right now if there is a football match you can see yes. that 40,000 feet so that's something there there is wi-fi which i mean let's not get into that but wi-fi has its other problems now there are all of these communication channels that you know the aircraft is using to signal other aircrafts and communicating with things on ground so it is a tube full of electric radio and magnetic impulses all at the same time and yep. one of the problems which we're facing, which is not even related to aircraft, is just this non-native EMF and radiation all around our bodies, whether it be from the Wi-Fi router, whether from the laptop that we're speaking from, or some cell phone tower. The radiation in the past 100 years has increased to, I think, what was the, it was difficult to pronounce, quintillion. That's wow. with 18 zeros for someone who's listening. But again, let's get back. <laughs> I think, wow. I think one of the things, and this is not being spoken about a lot, and I'd, and for anyone who's listening to this, I want you to have a beginner's mindset because I'm, I'm just about to explain something that might be a bit complex, but it is very important for you to understand. And Patty, I would like to have your take on this at the end of uh, when I explain this because sure. this is something that I use to further protect myself from all the negative parts of um, airline travel. So we know that, and it all starts with a mineral, okay? We know that calcium 
is really good for us, right? They, they tell us like calcium is good for your bones and then your teeth and things like that. And it is actually one of the most abundant minerals in our body. It accounts for over about 2% of your body weight. And it's not just for your bones and teeth, but it's also involved in a lot of cell signaling, muscle contraction, nerve function, regulation of these enzymes that we spoke about, protein functioning it, in the brain, it assists in learning and memory. And all of these fields, whether it be electrical, magnetic, they somehow affect these calcium. So what happens is when we have a cell, there is a lot of calcium outside the cell than it is inside. So at the outside of your cell, you'll have about you know, 20,000 to 100,000 times more calcium that is inside. And every time we get exposed to these fields, maybe when we step onto the aircraft or when you switch on your TV, right on the aircraft itself for entertainment, there is something called as vaulted gated calcium channels. And as soon as they come in, come in contact with these fields, they open up the cell and they drive a huge enormous amount of calcium into the cell. Now you must be thinking calcium into the cell might be good, but not this much. It's about 1 million calcium ions per second. And what happens is these calciums excite the cell from inside and that leads to excitotoxicity. The cell nearly comes to a point where it might die. The calcium even reaches the mitochondria, which we mentioned before was the energy supply of our cells. And increases something which is already going to be increased in your body, which is free radicals. And these free radicals are basically these compounds which um, have an unpaired electron. And this is every time your doctor or like, you know, someone tells you have those antioxidants, they tell you that because of this free radicals that build up in your system. And specifically, the combination of these magnetic waves can increase a specific free radical which comes from nitric oxide and superoxide called peroxynitrate and one of the most harmful things on the body whether it comes to dna repair or immune function or mitochondria is peroxynitrates and our bodies aren't really equipped with you can easily eliminate a lot of these other things with elderberry extract or things like that. But when it comes to peroxynitrate, it's just such a complex structure that it's so difficult for your body to sort of release it. There is a there is a mechanism that can do it. And this is why and I, I had to give you all this explanation because of the next things that I'm gonna tell you. There are four things that I always use when I travel. Now, one of it is some kind of an NAD precursor. What is NAD? Now, NAD is a coenzyme which assists in energy production. What happens is as you age, the amount of NAD available to you decreases a lot. And what happens is as you travel, NAD depletes even more further. Why? Because of all that peroxynitrates that we spoke about, they do a lot of DNA damaging. And one of the things that is our body's built-in mechanism to protect DNA is a set of enzymes called PARP, which is poly-ADP ribose polymerase. Now, whenever these enzymes are being used, one of the things that they suck on is NAD. And it's crazy because they would, you know, for one molecule of PARP, they will use up to 150 molecules of NAD. And if you, and this, and when this constantly happens, 
your NAD keeps getting depleted and you feel even more fatigued because now your NAD levels aren't up. And, you know, this again gets to that whole cycle of things. So I definitely recommend if you can somehow get your NAD levels up, whether it's by a patch, whether it's by using, you know, some niacin, whether it is other of these, uh, there are other things that I personally use. I use something called NR, which is nicotinamide riboside or NMN nicotinamide mononucleotide and these will basically recycle the NAD in your system and kind of get it up so I think for me one of the other things that is very important is NAD the second thing like we mentioned from the beginning of this podcast when your energy systems is low especially around electric fields one of the pathways that gets activated is the NRF2 pathway and this NRF2 pathway is associated with about 500 genes which can encode for antioxidant proteins and detoxifying enzymes and so much more. So what is one of the most important ways to sort of, you know, balance this out or, you know, use the pathway to your advantage? It is another very strong antioxidant, which I always travel with. It is called molecular hydrogen. Now, there has been a lot of studies that have been coming up on molecular hydrogen recently. And you know, you can, the two ways I do it, you guys probably have seen me like drinking this water. So what this really does is making a chemical reaction. And I don't know if you guys can see inside, but it is infusing molecular hydrogen into the water itself. And so I will always drink water from this. Also, I have very high dose molecular hydrogen tablets. And these are like your efforts and vitamin C tablets. So you just drop them into the water and I will make sure that I have them before and during especially long flights, I would definitely have it. And this is one of the ways. Then when we talk about inflammation and we talk about food, you must realize that the aircraft food has been designed to have enormous amount of calories and designed to make you full as soon as possible with not probably the most benefit amount, beneficial amount of calories. So if you're traveling, make sure that you're either fasting or if you want to eat something, then the most highly inflammatory, like how you can add more fuel to this fire is when you're having that rice and that bread, which is available on the aircraft. So one thing that you want to do is not consume so many carbohydrates, especially when you're on the aircraft. Or if you want to biohack this entire process, then use some kind of a ketone ester or ketone salts, because what that does is it elevates your ketone levels, which is beneficial for the NRF2 pathway. And last but not the least is a very simple hack, which is magnesium. We spoke about calcium already. Magnesium is also one of the most abundant minerals in your body. It's like fourth abundant mineral after everything else, but it also encodes for about 600 enzymes. And it does, it makes you relax. It makes your nervous system relax. It stabilizes cell function, lowers blood pressure. It's just a very nice thing to have and according to studies because our topsoil has been depleted about 80 percent of the people in the world don't have enough levels of magnesium from food so it might be a good idea to top up that magnesium stores by taking a supplement and what magnesium also does it is a calcium channel blocker and it repairs and it's one of the only compounds that actually assists in uh, repairing these peroxynitrates that i spoke about now, I know that I think I went on my own speech for a very long time, but it was just one of these things that I wanted people to understand, which a lot of people haven't been talking about. But 
I just feel that the electrical fields make a very big difference. So any any thoughts of yours on that, Patty? Well, you seen... yes. I mean, first and foremost, thank you so much for sharing and imparting your knowledge and for doing all this great deep dive work because it is the devils in the details, right? I mean, we really do need to understand all of the mechanisms that go on in the body. And what I love that you'd say, probably the only two things that I, I feel maybe can, can kind of drive your message home more is we all know at some level, I believe, that we're tuning for it. I mean, we know that our heart runs on an electrical impulse. Our brain runs on an electrical impulse. In fact, we measure it. We call it EEG. If it's in your brain, if it's in your heart, it's an EKG. If it's in the muscles, it's an EMG. So much to your point, we are an electrical being. And um, we know that we are interacting in an environment. For heaven's sakes, the good news is the earth is magnetic and can actually recharge us if we actually put our toes, you know, mm -hmm. certainly in yeah. sand, water, or soil. So the first is to realize everything that you've said is we are an electrical antenna and, and more, as you mentioned, uh, magnetic and radio too. So that frequency affects all of our cells. You did an eloquent job at explaining all that. Um, I often will tell people, we love being a wonderful mountain spring stream of water. We love being run water and it's oxygenated and it's rich and it carries nutrients in and out of our cell. But often when we've been exposed, much as you just said, to all the variety of never mind in the plane, but just the electrical magnetic fields, we become a swamp very quickly. And I'm sure all of you just got an image of a swamp. It's not a healthy place to be. And so everything CJ said, our nutrients and facilitation of activity that we can drive that swamp to help become a spring water again. Thank you for saying that. And yeah, very good point. I almost forgot about the whole Earth's, Earth's field. So basically, a lot of the people who always follow me on Instagram will always actually, in fact, before this interview, I came from a swim from the beach. And the reason why I do that, and every time I, most of the people who I share a lot of the things on my stories, and every time I get out from an airplane and I'll go check into the hotel or somewhere that I have to be, one thing that I would do is to take out my shoes and find a grass patch or I'll find like a sand or if I can, I'll jump into the ocean because every second, there is about a hundred lightning strikes to the planet. And every time lightning strikes the planet, it gives the planet about these negative electrons. And what happens is the Earth's crust is full of this electrically charged negative electrons, which is very, very good for you. So every time you, like Patty said, you know, you get to a place, you put your feet on the ground whether it's sand or anything that is natural, then what starts happening is that you start this process of healing and harmonizing with the frequency of the planet. And this is also shown to reduce inflammation. It also reduces blood viscosity. I think there is even a documentary on Netflix on this. It's the Earthing movie or the Earthing but also some of the other things like, you know, like since we're on this topic, I'd like to share a few other things. 
one thing that I'm also a fan of, which I just did, I, I just remember it now because I just came from an ice bath and it's cold. <laughs> yes. And what happens is, I mean, you don't have to get into so cold that you're frozen to death. But what cold has shown to do is also to reduce inflammatory cytokines. It activates brown adipose tissue. So if you're looking to burn fat, that's good. But the real benefits comes after exposing yourself to cold because your blood vessels are able to dilate. There is an increased nitric oxide formation. And that essentially, if whether you're coming, whether you've eaten on the flight or not, helps you helps the reuptake of glucose and oxygen by the organs and by the muscles itself. So what happens is you absorb more oxygen, more glucose, your cells get more energy, and the more energy you have, the easier it'll be for you to battle any kind of um, jet lag. Other things would be, you know, like we mentioned already, like sulfur-rich food. You have one of these compounds in your food called sulforaphane, which comes from sulfur, and that's also great to reduce inflammation. It could even some of the studies you could even add some curcumin or curcuminoids with it, and that reduce increases growth hormone. It could re- increase testosterone, and it could get you back on track. I will also often travel with either like these ones that I'm wearing right now block up to 70% of the blue light that's coming from the screens, or I have red ones, which block above 99% of the blue light that comes. So I think if you, I mean, if you kind of like try to understand circadian biology, and if you choose to block certain frequencies of light at a certain time of the day, then it might be better for you to either go to sleep or be awake and adjust to the new time zone compression socks we already spoke about it so yeah we've we've covered quite a lot of the things <laughs> i would also add to that that if i'm just traveling and it's a long flight i would if i'm not sleeping then i would make sure like patty mentioned blood flow is so important that i would just make sure i have a apple watch or something and i'll just put an alarm for 35 or 40 minutes and every time after 45 minutes i'll just take a small walk i'll probably do some squats and come back and sit down so yeah Anything else that comes to your mind that we can give away the audience today that could probably help them on their next flight, apart sure. from going and checking yeah. your website and getting one of those? Yeah, exactly. I would say, which again, I think when I say this out loud, you'll all be like, of course, we need to do that. But it's check your mindset. And I usually would have my executives, uh, I've asked them three questions. What is your intentions for this, for this flight? And that may sound silly, but if it's a business meeting, then you're going to set some attentions. How do you want to arrive? If it's vacation, that's also a different set of intentions. And second, how do you want to be perceived? And in other words, you're setting your mindset to something. Do you want to be, you know, in a hassle mood? Do you want to be calm? Do you want to be in an accepting mood and agile? Um, Or do you want to be in a frustrated mood? I mean, that's up to you. You get to choose that. So by pre-designing, by setting yourself up, and the third is playfulness in your mindset. How can you arrange playfulness? And so I often will travel where a flight, I will do three different things. One is I will set a certain amount of time, depending on the length of flight, to work, right? A, a third of a sec, Another third of the time for sleep. Uh, and maybe that varies depending on, again, the time of day of travel. And then a third of playfulness. Do I read something that I've always wanted to read? Do I watch something that I've always wanted to do? Kind of an indulgence. And when I think you do that, I think you do address 
that cognitive fatigue. You're helping the body become agile with working a little, resting a little, and then being creative, which the brain really, and maybe that's the meditative side. Maybe you choose to have a longer meditation when you travel. But the neat thing is all within this little brain, you have the capacity to change your mindset. Mm -hmm. That is wonderfully put. Thank you for saying that. And I think a lot of the times people want to get the latest supplements and they want a pill to be the answer and they want to do all the biohacks. But one of the things that we always forget about is, like you mentioned, our state of being state of uh, looking at things, state of accepting things and state of, you know, kind of rolling with things, so to say, because yeah. travel has been stressful. There are some countries that have regulations that you have to be at the airport about eight hours before because they have just different protocols. So it could be really tiring, frustrating, you know, all of those negative things that we want don't are not so appropriate things that we don't want to talk about. But at the end of the day, it is your job to sort of like build this shield around you, whether it be with biohacks, whether it be with supplements, whether it be by just these self-talks or surrounding yourself with some love and just knowing that, you know, you don't want to add more fuel to the fire. The fire is there. Like, trust me, there is. And this whole <laughs> podcast, we've been talking for an hour about all these invisible factors that you might not be seeing. But hey, at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you keep your cool and you know that, you know, some people get agitated and some people get anxiety, but hey, it's just a flight. It's going to go away. And if you listen to this podcast or if you sort of just, and if you did get nothing from this podcast and if you didn't want to buy anything or if you didn't want to invest in any of the biohacks, if you could just drink enough water, fast for a bit, take a few walks in the cabin and just have a good mindset, I think, you know, you're going to be solid. What do you think, Patty? I totally agree. I would probably just squirt a little lemon in that water. But other yeah, than that, okay, let's I put, love let's it. Let's put some lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So, Patty, are you, guys, um, are you guys shipping internationally right now? Or are you? Yes. Uh, Thank you for that question. And, oh, gosh, it's always hard when you have a great product and, and people who might want it and not be able to get yeah. it to them. Unfortunately, because we only started October 2020, and mm -hmm. um, as you well know, there's um, all sorts of different uh, set of guidelines as well as mm -hmm. restrictions now to shipping, especially uh, food-based nutrients. So I'm so sorry. It's it's right now just a U.S.-based available supplement. <laughs> okay, so it's U.S.-based, but a lot of the people, if you are in the aviation industry, you definitely yes. have your base of getting things. and. If you're listening to this, you know what I'm talking about. So, Patty, what's the best way for someone to check your products out, get to know about you, the team? Sure. What's your website name? Well, and, and truthfully, because we feel, uh, again, so respectful for all of what you do, that we are, um, it's off our website, which is jetrenewalkit.com. But I would love your listeners to put in a, a code called Sky Angel. Okay, and get, right. get um, a travel pouch, we're calling what you showed them, which has five round, you know, has 10 strips. Each strip mm -hmm. is one nonstop flight. So it can be five round trips if it's a local flight uh, yeah. for $10. So oh, normally wow, okay. it's, it's 59 
but we just feel like with the upcoming months, we know the demands are increasing that we would really like to thank you for all your work. And so put in the code Sky Angel and you will receive those kits for $10. Amazing. Guys, if you're listening to this, then please make sure that you make the best out of Patty and her team's generosity because as she mentioned, it's 59 or 50, did you say? Yeah, normally it's close to 60 US dollars. So it's 60 US dollars and they're offering under $11. So this is fantastic, Patty. I really thank you and the rest of your team for arranging this for us. And yeah, so, you know, check them out. Check out the website. <laughs> I'll put, the, put them in the show description. And if you're watching this on Instagram or if you logged on to Instagram, then go onto my stories and you'll find a link to Patty's profile as well as her company's profile. Patty, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. It's always great to talk to someone with the same kind of mindset and someone who really yes. understands <laughs> each other right you guys have a lot of people in that part of the world but in this part of the world i need more of you guys so please come visit yes. me please yes. <laughs> thank you i am i'm a tribe member for sure <laughs> thank Amazing. you for a wonderful community this was really a fun conversation thank this you this was fun and thank you for all the research that you have done all the hard work that you put into all the thoughts all those sleepless nights i really appreciate so thank you so 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 much sure and Everyone who's listening, this is the end of the conversation. And this is your host, CJ, signing out from the Ship for CJ podcast. Everyone have a great day, a great year, a great life ahead of you. Enjoy yourselves and I'll see you in the next podcast. Your time and presence with us through this podcast is highly appreciated. If you want to learn more, then head over to our website, www.shiftwithcj.com.